resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Those who have faith in me shall live even though they die. And no one who lives and has faith in me shall ever die. Please be seated. I know that there are many more that would wish to have been here in person. But unfortunately, with the restrictions of lockdown and with the weather, that has not been to be. But whether here in the building, whether online, whether on the telephone, we meet together to worship God and to give thanks and praise for the life of Gordon Clifford Bingham, who's gone on before us into the world of God's eternal light. While we are glad for him that now he feels no suffering, no pain, we feel the sadness of the passing. And, of course, our loving sympathy goes to his wife, Iris, and to all who miss him. Death is always a mystery, but whenever it comes, it is never the end. Always a beginning. And we know this because Jesus himself went down into the darkness of death and came back from it, shining bright like the sun. We can follow him through the door of death, into a life of perfection and of peace, the life of God himself. So let us pray. God of comfort and compassion, we come seeking the faith to trust that Gordon may be with you. We come seeking the peace you promise to us. We come to open our hearts to you. In the pain of grieving, may your strong love hold us. In the joy of treasured memories, may your peace comfort us. In the love and the support of family and friends, may your grace keep us. Grant us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. We bring you this, our prayer, in the name of our Saviour Jesus, who taught his disciples to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The reading this afternoon is Psalm 
121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Amen. Born on the 4th of June 1941, Gordon Bingham grew up in South Yorkshire, Sheffield, on the edge of what is now the Peak District. It is a hilly city, if you've ever visited it, and those mountains make an impression. An active boy, some may say a jovial rogue, he suffered what could be considered a life-changing injury when just three years old, playing with a slightly older friend. An arrow was fired striking Gordon in the eye, resulting in its loss. Despite the nature of this event, no animosity was felt by Gordon or his parents to that friend and to that neighbour. And in recent years, there has been renewed relationship. Gordon did well in primary school and earned a scholarship to King Edward VII the city's prestigious grammar school. At that time, and still today, it has a great reputation, and many sixth formers went on gaining Oxbridge places. Many classmates went off to university, but Gordon chose to start a career in public administration within the treasury office of the city's public works commencing his employment just a fortnight after his 18th birthday. This path would lead him to meet his future wife, to travel across the country, to gain a son, to find faith, and in time, come here to Linfield. Iris, a couple of years younger than Gordon, commenced her council work in the computing department roughly about five months after Gordon. They were juniors, and with the others of their grade, they would have spent time together on their breaks, drinking tea out of a large urn. This new recruit caught Gordon's attention, and he was determined to pursue her, following her to the bus and beyond. However, he finally didn't just pursue, but asked her out to go to the cinema with him 
gaining the response initially that she would be washing her hair. However, second thoughts were had by Iris, and a night at the cinema was held, accompanied by a box of chocolates, and an impression was made. This was to be the start of six years of courting, until their wedding on the 28th of August, 1965, and then a marriage lasting over 55 years. The couple did not expect to be able to have children, and they focused on their careers, heading from Yorkshire to Hampshire and the city of Southampton, then further south, where it's still possible, and west to Truro in Cornwall, and then to West Sussex and Bognor Regis. And it was here that Nick becomes part of the story, arriving in the brand new maternity unit of Chichester St. Richard's Hospital on the day before it opened. A beautiful child with jet black hair. The family soon moved again, and this time it was to Kent. And it was when Nick, about three, said that he wanted to visit the local church that Gordon took him along one Sunday. And he returned home saying to Iris he'd never seen so many vicars. When they went together the following week, it was discovered that many of these vicars were actually the choir. It was in this time in Maidstone, having bought a house that was a good size, that the couple were asked if they would host a home group. And from that, they grew in faith and invited Jesus into their hearts. As faithful Christians, they came to Linfield, Gordon working with Mid-Sussex District Council and together worshipping at All Saints. Nick, growing older and joining Boys Brigade, brought the family down the hill to the URC, with Gordon becoming an officer. And he engaged in a number of duties in church, particularly using those finance skills and counting up the offering. Nick grew older and started to struggle with a condition that was diagnosed as Tibet. But he was a lad of good heart, loving and kind, and engaged in voluntary work with social services, which in time led to the formation of a club that would need a minute secretary and a treasurer, Iris and Gordon. But their involvement was to become so much more. And the Phoenix Club, a mental health charity, was born offering community support through activities and holidays, reaching out to many, showing God's love. Throughout their marriage, the couple travelled extensively in Europe, 
from mountainous ski resorts to the battlefields of the Low Countries, where Gordon could indulge his passion of history, visiting war graves to give honour to those lives of so many, wondering while there that they meant loss and the sacrifice that had been given. Germany proved to be a popular destination, and in more recent years, France, where Nick and his wife Dawn had established a home. The past two years saw an increasing number of trials coming into their lives. The flooding of their home, unsatisfactory building work, Iris's health, and then at the end of 2019, Nick suddenly collapsing and dying. Thoughts were made for a memorial service to take place here, but the coronavirus and lockdown prevented this from happening yet. At a time, it seemed things could not get worse, the diagnosis of cancer came, and this illness robbed Gordon of strength. It made his few words fewer, but it also, in other ways, did not change him. Through this time, through the struggles of life and the challenges faced, through ups and downs, Gordon remained stoical. He remained with a good sense of humour. And there was another factor that was there too. It wasn't simply his Yorkshire roots. Not just having a loving wife, if just can be used in that context. But he knew where his help came from. It came from the maker of heaven and of earth. The Lord is with us day and night. It, that does not free us from all calamity but equips us to carry on, to face it full on, to live with hope even in the darkest times, to know light in darkness. Jesus promised that if we trust in him, then we shall find that death is not the end of life. It is a calling home to a life that continues in fullness. To live with God in a holy place, a place with no suffering or pain. We trust that Gordon now knows that fullness along with his son Nick and with all the other saints that have died in the faith. Amen. We pray. Almighty God, 
before whose face generations rise and pass away. We praise you for Gordon, whom today we commend into your safekeeping. We give thanks for your goodness to him, all he accomplished by your grace, all that he was to those who loved him. Forgive Gordon his sins and make us sure in every darkness that you are still guiding us and sure in death that you give us the hope of life evermore. We bring before you those who are left behind, particularly his wife Iris, his neighbours and friends, those he helped and spent time with at the Phoenix Club, and those in the fellowship of this congregation, and so many more. Lord God, as a loving Father, may your arms reach out and embrace them. May your Holy Spirit bring comfort and strength, your Son bringing hope. We pray for this world you have created, a world which so often does not reflect your love and your peace. May the rulers and people of this nation and all other lands discover the way, truth and life revealed in Jesus. May the people of earth seek your direction and become faithful children of the Most High God, until that day when Christ returns, bringing the fullness of the kingdom, the end of suffering and of war, the end of famine and of thirst, when his glory will reign, chasing away the darkness forever. And now, we praise you that for Gordon, sorrow and sickness has already ended. Death itself is past, and he may forever be in your care. Amen. If we are able, let us stand for the words of the committal. Eternal God, who scatters the stars into the blackness of space, who watches when the smallest sparrow falls, who knows the wonder of joy and the agony of despair, and who delights in all that he has made, we give Gordon Clifford Bingham into your care as we commit his mortal body to be cremated. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, putting our whole trust and confidence in the mercy of our Heavenly Father and in the victory of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who died and was buried 
and rose again for us, living and reigning forever. Amen. Go forth, O Christian soul, in the name of God who knows you, and with the blessing of those who love you. And to each of us, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus our Lord. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Spirit be among you and remain with you forevermore. Amen.